good stuff. Oh. To the town of Alfield, stranger and finally. Hardly spoke folks around him, didn't have too much to say. Can't see you with all this stuff in my way. Like screens, like business. No one there. Are they recording a rap album in here? Stranger there among them. With a big iron on his hip. Big iron on his hip. It was early in the morning. Mm-hmm. When he rode this is Coulter Wall, right? Now you got me addicted to this guy. Yeah, so I wouldn't say addicted, Coulter but Wall. I really, really like right. him a lot. Not like I can't live without him. Have you seen him live? I haven't. I had the opportunity to go see him, but I mean, he sounds because of COVID. Yeah, COVID. Then COVID hit. COVID hit. My life was ruined. I think we're 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 like less able to use COVID now as right, we're coming yeah. out of it. It's the supply chain. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why I can't have a couch until next year? Right. Said <laughs> so while all our babies are starving. <laughs> Good yeah. formula. Really, that's that's where we're at. Baby I'm start, formula. I'm gonna start making it on my own. We can't. How, how hard is it? How do you make baby formula? What's in baby formula? I think it's condensed milk. Well, okay. So there's two like there are two essential ingredients for the baby's development that you'd have to get as a prescription, apparently. Right. But it's pretty much condensed milk and like calcium. Well, well I'm gonna look up the recipe right now. Do it. I mean, I totally lied too. You're Wait, you, what do you say? What's <laughs> I'm well, let's see if you're right. I'm pretty sure it's Sour Patch Kids and... Okay, let's go to food.com. They should know. They should know. Okay, uh, 21 ounces of milk, two to three tablespoons of honey or caro syrup, and 12 drops of fresh lemon juice. We can't crank out... Yeah, I feel, I feel like... Nobody on Etsy? Okay, well, all right. Now, are people just that, like... Um, yes. De- that, yes. Dependent on yes. stuff in a yep. box? A hundred percent people. I mean, I joke around about this, but I get paid to put light bulbs in for people. Yeah. Like that That's like 25% of my job is yes. finding the right light bulb. That and baby formula is the food version of the light bulb. Correct. So, I mean, correct. You got, it's just, it's, it's almost like we're stumbling around. We've got, we had COVID for so long. I think we got kind of now we're now it's Ukraine and baby formula. <laughs> There's no, I think it was like this before. I think it's just kind of bringing that to the surface. Right. Yeah. But anyway, uh, speaking of babies, Coulter wall looks like a baby. He looks like a baby <laughs> with a beard. This guy, he sounds like he's like 80 years old. Yeah, he's like 17. But man, Not listen really to this guy. He is About to meet his death. Gosh. Hey, he's death. He has that, he has that off that tune warble. He meet his death. That's cool. I'm, to, I'm here with the great Spencer Hawkins, guys. We're uh, we're kind of uh, out of town. We're not kind of. We are out of town, and we're in uh, my cousin's studio. And thankfully, he has a uh, he has a, a podcast unit that we're using. So it's me and Spence today. We should plug now, their podcast. And I'm, and I'm excited. What's that? We should plug their podcast for helping us out. Uh, what's it? Uh, it's the. Is it? Get to know us. Get to know us, Darren April, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. maybe We'll, we'll come back to that. Go ahead and go into what you're going to do. Good. No. Um, so we're, uh, yeah, we're out of town. I don't have my unit, so we're using his. And it's two microphones. So I'm going to take advantage of this time to spend some time. Um, <laughs> don't with, you do this. Don't do this. Shut up. <laughs> uh, 
with my firstborn. <laughs> <laughs> you're acting like this who, is a joke, but you're being for real. Who still, uh, kind of, but <laughs> who is well past the baby formula stage. Actually not. He's No, I'm not. They've just had their second baby. Also, I'm a You know how that works, right? I'm a, I'm a closeted baby formula <laughs> drinker too. So <laughs> when I found out I had to keep it, I had to keep it cool. Yeah. I'm not surprised with us, all these, these diets and stuff like that. There's gotta be like a baby food diet. Yeah, you no, know? seriously. It's more testosterone in it. Yeah. <laughs> liver King here. After right. having a pound of liver, I drink a gallon of baby formula liver King out. <laughs> okay. Liver King is that the guy who's like the real buff, just oh, yeah. sick cut guy. Yeah. And, and so, he just eats liver. So he eats, from like tip to tail. So he eats everything, every part of every animal. And then he talks about how if you eat the testicles of an animal, then that increases your testosterone. That's why he's so jacked. But I'm pretty sure it's Anamore. It, it's steroids. Uh, it's definitely, it's definitely yeah. kit. It, Cause there's no way there, there <laughs> it's, is it's ridiculous. No. He's like, people are always asking me that. It's like, cause you, Chuck, look you like can it. tell you pushed a button with the men. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. This is ridiculous. Gosh. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Anybody over 30 that looks like that, they're on the junk. <laughs> yes. They're on, they're, they're juicing. They're using the gear gear folks. That's just inside talk for, you know, for some kind of steroid. I watched one Joe Rogan podcast on testosterone. Now I call it kit kit. Yeah. <laughs> kit. And whatever you just said, kit gear, junk gear, gear. Yeah. Yeah, Joe Rogan, he's on it. Everybody, you know, gotta be. I'm on it. I'm not on the, you know, I, I don't want to share too much, but yeah, I take a little. I take a little. People are coming to dab. You know, okay, I got this. Somebody said, and no, they didn't say, somebody from my touring company sent some kind of message that my merch guy found and said, basically, what, when did Tim enter the, with that, 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 what's that muscular uh, pastor, Craig R- Rochelle? Oh, yeah. He, when did he enter this Craig Rochelle carrot top phase? What? You know when carrot top no, got jacked? Yeah, yeah, but so no. that's. <laughs> I said, yeah, it's sure, not that bad. No. <laughs> I just want focus. I don't know. My wife I does wanna, not care. <laughs> I want to feel better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just want that one vein right down the bicep. That's all I, I can't care get about. it. You'll get it. I can't. You'll get it. When you win, well, it's, it's <laughs> when I hit second puberty. Well, well it's weird because your body is like, you, you're, it's not a Hawkins body. It's got to be a, on the other side of the family, don't yeah. you think? I don't know because you, you and Levi, and Jackson for that matter, you've got big old thighs. Yeah, I know. You know, we're cheeked up, like big. You guys big. are. Th- I don't like wrestling you. <laughs> I don't like touching you. Because that's apparent. Because there's, a, <laughs> which we're going to go into more about that, yeah. why that is. But my gosh, um, gosh, this, yeah. this, I'm going to, I love my, my cousin, but his, it's a, it's a wreck. It's a wreck. It's which a we on YouTube right now because a, there's a bed in here with us. Well, I was, okay. I was at a friend's house recently and this, uh, well-to-do person, very wealthy person. And the house is just like. They have bookshelves, the one room with, but with clothes in it. It's like clothes wow. jammed into the bookshelf. Who reads anymore? It's all on your phone. Yeah. So well, I get it. <laughs> nah, yeah. But, but he's like, he's like lawn tools on it. And like, right. He's got like potting soil on the bookshelves. And you're like, well, that's the way this? I used to live. I mean, when I grew up and you guys weren't, weren't bad at all. I mean, you would clean your rooms very nice. And yeah, they, they all, they get messy sometimes. But mine was pretty bad growing up. Yeah. And really, it wasn't until I got 
till I remember I was just a few years into marriage and I stepped, you know, there's a piece of clothing on the ground and I just stepped over. I'm like, somebody's gonna have to pick that up. Yeah. And it just kind of turned around for me. Nice. And now I can. So it, mom didn't get on your case to. Not real. No, nice. not really. She, it, it's, uh, um, cause I'm like, she's going to have to do it. Right. Cause when I was, when I was, when I was raised is like, you throw your clothes on the ground and they magically right. become clean and pressed and hanging on Correct. a hanger. Yep. So, yep. Wish but I mean, I'm not saying that. like if Luke were here, he would say, well, that's what a woman's supposed <laughs> right. to do. Exactly. I wouldn't believe it. I wouldn't agree with it, but Luke would like say it, that. And I would, I would, I would wince. It's true. Um, but, but Spencer, <laughs> they just had their second baby. Keegan's yes. doing well. Oh yeah. So what's, uh, and, and you, you dude, you're like over the moon. I know. Yeah. We got, it's you got, you sent a text message. that said, Best day of my life. Best day of my life. I don't, that's a good sign. Something like that. What? So tell us about it. What was? Um, I don't know. This time around was just so much easier on Keegan. And since we already went through it all, we weren't like, well, in these kind of situ- situations, I don't really get freaked out. Like you see in movies and stuff like, oh my gosh, we got to make sure we get all the bags and throw them in the car. We got to go. Yeah. Like Keegan gets upset because I'm very just like, straight face and not really reacting you're to not ma- us you're, you're, about to change our lives. Forever. You're not matching her. I don't emotion. think, I don't, I don't know. Or maybe she expected more, but I, I've never, she expected more I, from I, you. Well, yeah. Like I'm, I'm just cool under that kind of pressure. I yes. Think. So it's just like, I'm not, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's going to change my life forever. I, I don't really, I don't know. Maybe well, it doesn't compute. Right. Well, I mean, you've been through it before. That's what I That's remember. True. Well, I weeped the first time. I we I physically weeped over your crib. I was like, <laughs> "What am I going to do? What are we doing? I don't want to do this, mommy." I actually hey. said, "Mommy." Well, and but but that was like, oh, that it was bad. Because imagine that. Because I had to send you and mom off to to St. Louis because we were in Texas. I've never really, I've never really understood the the details of that. Yeah. I knew it would happen. We had, we we were in East Texas and I was working the, at the music department of a Christian bookstore. And needless to say, you could probably do the math on that one. Not making a whole lot of money. I mean, when your wife is working at the Salvation Army and making Mm. about double what you are. Oof. um, Yeah. Once, once you were born, we're like, well, she's going to be home now. And I couldn't keep doing that. So I had to, we had to go back to Dallas from East Texas because mm. there was just, you know, more stuff going on. Right. And so we sent you back up for like a month and a half. And what did you do during that month and a half? I just partied, partied it all away. Okay. I went to Dave and Buster's. <laughs> I lost it all. <laughs> I got really good at snooker. Yeah. Who's that guy that keeps coming in? He's crying, but he's playing every game. <laughs> he misses his baby. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is. EB. Is he divorced? No, I don't think so. I don't think- he really, yeah, he likes his wife. And, <laughs> you know. mm-hmm. Yeah, that's funny. But we, uh, <clears throat> yeah, we didn't have a lot in the, uh, a lot of, we didn't have any money. Yeah. And though, so we sent you to people we knew with money. Well, that'll <laughs> namely, do. My, namely my parents. <laughs> um, but yeah, that first one is just, you don't know. It's, it's, it's scary. And once that second one comes around, there's so many things you've been yeah. through. And like, this is, okay, they're crying. Okay, yeah. yeah it's less of a culture shock. Yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely easier. Um, even the, even like the sleep deprivation, we kind of figured out the schedule pretty early and maybe we're, 
blessed with babies that are just they fig- they figure. Well, you must out. be doing something right. What's I, the secret? I, dude, I don't know, that, and, and I'm afraid to tell anybody any secret because I think every baby's different. That's mm-hmm. why there's a million books on how to raise a baby. So I think reading any books on a baby is also kind of dumb, right? And you get them on so, the gear. You get, get them on, on the, the baby. Right there's away. actually a gear for babies: raw liver, raw and liver, milk. and testosterone. Yeah, if you want to raise a winner. <laughs> and he is a winner. He's cute. Yeah, we'll see. He's got a smaller head though. Yeah, we'll see. We'll good see. for him on that one. Right. Right. Good for good for everyone. Won't have to balance that thing around like your firstborn. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. He's a nugget. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, good for you. It's going to be fun, and it just gets better. They're so entertaining. I know. Like and right now, the, it's are not- you experience? Is that your experience? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like month four and five is when you're like, okay, this is way more fun because. At the beginning, he's pretty dependent on Keegan, and yeah, so it he, they just they get more reactive to you. So like when they see you and they smile, you're like, oh, this is actually for something. This is great. Like you actually, it I don't know. It's like an appreciation thing. So that's nice. Yeah. But before it's like they just look like grumpy old men, you know, changing <laughs> ten diapers a day and. What was that you said today? You you, you you were changing him and he just went. Oh my gosh. He went out the back end. This happened this has happened two days in a row. End. This happened two days in a row where I he's already he's blasted through this diaper. Like while we're feeding him, he usually that's when that happens. And uh blast through the diaper, bring him in there, start changing him. And um I'm getting the next diaper ready and he shoots more <laughs> diarrhea out onto so we have these like little changing mats on top of our changing table so we can just replace those and not have to change the cover for the baby pad every time he yeah so he poops across that so then i have to fold i have to lift his legs fold the pad in half so now it's there's like an absorbent side and then there's a waterproof side so that things don't leak through so i fold it over so it's just the like the the plastic on top and i put them back down and i'm getting it ready kind of wiping them up whatnot and then he starts peeing onto the yeah onto the slippery side and it's just going all over him so now he's just soaked in his own urine and then it's on anyways yeah. so that's happened two days in a row and then right after that barfed yeah so, so now you can use that done, for the rest of his life i used to clean yeah. up your poop and your barf yeah. and you're doing this to me <laughs> <laughs> he's like i didn't I, ask to be here well there's a there's a joke somewhere there down in our um down at the, the beach place at the pool, one of the rules is please do not. Sw- well, one of the rules is don't swim if you have open sores, which if you're, if you have open sores, what are you doing at a pool? Yeah. You need to be at a hospital or under a bridge. Yeah. Or maybe in a leper colony <clears throat> or somewhere right. other than a pool. But the, the, the last rule is do not swim if you have active diarrhea. Yeah. Which That's a good point. I'm like, is there any other kind is there like a dormant, it's right. like an inactive, lazy, lazy diarrhea? diarrhea? Yeah. See, that's if I want my I want my diarrhea to be, to be active, to be sure. a self starter. Well, I think it has to be for it to be diarrhea, right? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, I want it to be a motivational diarrhea, like it motivates the other diarrheas. <laughs> like that would be the punchline. Come on, guys, let's go. Let's do something. I don't know. Let's go for a run. Okay, that's <laughs> that's. It's not great, but it's still my kind of humor. Yeah. All my all my kids are funny, but it's like each one of you has your own style. Have you has that been? Yeah, your- I, I think that's true. I, it, 
it all leans pretty dark, I would say. Most yeah. of us lean pretty dark. But as right. a whole, I think you're right. Yeah. Well, where'd that come from? Oh, man. Um, well, the dark side, maybe? The, like the dark humor? Yeah. I think Grammy. I think a lot comes yeah. from Grammy. Yeah. Um, I think... The one who wanted, like, to, to rain fire on the people she doesn't agree with? Well, I mean been there the non-fox news watchers well haven't been there <laughs> but yeah <laughs> <clears throat> oh yeah I agreed too soon oh yeah just just yeah. just send fire down well yeah yesterday she was talking about how she had forgotten something like she was trying to remember the name of a movie she goes oh well guess i'll get a room with aunt Faye." <laughs> and i go what, what? <laughs> and aunt Faye is darren's um, mom and she's in a memory care facility yeah. So he was. She was saying she's going to yeah. get a room with Faye because she couldn't remember the name. Well, there, there it is. Is maybe so that's so funny. maybe it's like we acknowledge stuff. <clears throat> really we acknowledge good. that. Well, again, like when my mom forgets all. Oh, there it is. There there it is. That's <laughs> where it starts, and we'll laugh. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, and that's. I mean, when I was, you know, a, a kid. I mean, the, there was there was no the comedy wasn't the way it is now. Just most of it's raunchy and stuff. Sure. And it's hard to get away. You you weren't you never fast forwarded through a movie because you weren't afraid of anything. But yeah, I mean, yeah, Grandpa Lowell would, would pull us aside and tell us a joke. We're just like, what, what was that? <laughs> like straight out of the prison. You know, it's just like, what was that? Um, and then, you know, yeah. that's the, the, the full family joke was when we go to Grandma Frida's in uh, Cape Girardeau. She lived in like a 150 square foot house. <laughs> never, I never saw her, on, wow. saw her on anything but a nightgown. No, I can't almost. But yeah, and we would drive away. And, um, and she'd stand on the porch just waving. We'd drive slow and we'd stay, keep looking at her and, and she'd give us the finger. Give you the tall finger. And that was it. You're number one. But, um, but yeah, I think, I, I don't know. I, I think you're, you're, com- you're comedy. You started doing voices early on. Yeah, you're I think really that's good you. At, <clears throat> and what you're, you're really you. good at. And now it's like you're kind of. Um, how should I say? Very energetic. You're a great audience for everybody. Yeah. So you're like, you're one of those guys. Spencer's one of these guys, like he's got, everybody loves him. Every He's like friends with everybody. Don't, wouldn't you say? Yeah. I mean, that's because you're, inter- you're interested. So far so good. You're interested and that makes yeah. you interesting. Yeah. I think, I think so too. I think that was something I learned pretty early on. I think it, um, I think it had a lot to do with us, like moving from all of our friends to St. Louis and then meeting new people at that time of my life, I think. And then learning, oh, it's way easier to carry this conversation if I put more of it on you than me trying to like show off. Maybe I think a lot of people either choose show off or they have other people show off and I'm way more interested by other people than myself. So, yeah. Well, it works. It works. I guess, yeah. Just be interesting. Can confirm. Well, I, I, yeah, Yeah. for a while I, I thought that, I thought that that people were boring, and Heather's like, "Well, maybe you are. Maybe you're boring." Yeah, if you're bored, you're boring. Yeah. So, I mean, some of these guys, I get it. That I've kind of, and you, yeah, it's it's amazing that, like, like Larry, like Larry, you know, like Larry Hanrahan, is just out eating his guy, box of Special K. Yeah, he he. That's his favorite cereal. <laughs> his favorite special cereal. K, which go, say no more. They made that in World War II because they had. Nothing yeah. else. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's, it's just flakes. It's not like it's cornflakes. There's nothing on it. They shouldn't be still making it, but for some <laughs> reason. Yeah. And I will, I would tour the world with that guy now. I know. It's Cause, just because he's so good at the planning and 
I don't know. It's great. Yeah, and I use them. Yeah. I mean, I use yeah, them for that. Sure. You got to have that. Yeah. But he uses you for the clout though. So well, a lot of people do. <laughs> I allow, you know, yeah, that, that sounds me. very much like Larry. Yeah. That's my ministry. You know who I know, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, I, I yeah. it, it carries a lot of weight in the areas you don't necessarily want it to carry the weight. What's that? Like a homeschool convention. Like yeah. you being my dad didn't really like to, when I got to college, people were like, eh, what? <laughs> like someone would like, I would have a friend there that was like blown away by it. But then they're like, you know, th- th- this is Tim Hawkins son. I was like, ah, geez. And then yeah. they're like, yeah, okay. So who's that? They just didn't carry weight where I wanted it to. Did, <laughs> was <it> like, <laughs> well, that's weird. It, did you, did you ever want me to be more of a, like a secular comic or did, was that something, yeah. a big deal? You yeah. And yes and no. I think more now that I'm like, I know what else is out there now that I'm older. Mm-hmm. Cause I think you'd be good at it. I don't, I don't think you need to necessarily be tethered to like doing only church venues. I think yeah. that's great that you did and you, f- you found your, n- your niche. I think. Yeah. Plus it make, I think it makes you a better comic too, because the one, one thing too is I listen to a ton of comedian podcasts yeah. And they're great on podcasts. They're all funny. And then I, if I, if I know of them from their podcast and then go over and listen to their stand up, I'm, it's pretty underwhelming. It's pretty Why disappointing. Is that? What? I don't know. Cause these guys, I mean, we we're talking about this and I'm not, I'm not going to bring up names, but some of the best known <laughs> comedians <Rhymes> in the <laughs> world. <laughs> yeah. Right. Are really well. He's not going to listen to this. No, he's not. No, but someone going to tell him? No, no. You, you know. Yeah, you know. But it's just, it's astounding to me that these guys, you know, because what happens now is people they get they get famous on YouTube for doing clips and little edited videos, and then it's like, well, how do you quantify that? What do you do? Well, they go out on the road. You got to go and sell tickets to a show, but they don't have an act. There's, there's nothing. So they have to develop it, you know, on the road, but then you've got these other guys that that's what they do. They're Mm -hmm. they're, they're comedians, but they're not, they're not. And it's, but I think, I think what it is today is just, which they're smart is they're building their character or how should I say their, their identity. Correct. And people fall in love with them as a person. So you're going to get a lot farther when people like you, they will go with you. They don't care what you talk about. Right. And, but having said that, like people think like in front of my audience, they say, you know, they laugh at anything. And sometimes I, I won't say they'll laugh at anything. They definitely won't. Right. They definitely will not, but they will go, you can go deeper and linger. Yep. And you don't have to just bring it every right. minute. You it's don't true. have to have as many laughs per minute. Like mm-hmm. my show right now, I love the way it is because like the second half is mostly at the piano and I'm just sitting at the piano and then just kind of with that kind of background music going on, yep, you can mix in jokes. And for some reason, it's just like a, it's a great way to add material mm-hmm. and to come up with material. It is. And it's so relaxed. Cause I used to sweat so much. Mm-hmm. And you guys would say that and dad does animal noises for a living. <laughs> and you're right. You're right. The first 10 years you look, I'm sweating all the time yeah. because every punchline I'm running somewhere. Yeah. True. Or, or hitting yourself in the head with a mic or, hit, or just doing some, and which is, okay and it, you yeah. know it kept me going sure but i got to the point where i would do i remember i was like sick not feeling good one night and i just i'm just gonna i'm not even gonna take the mic out of the stand and it was just as 
And you sat down? No, I just stood there. Oh. I didn't, I didn't walk around. I just did my, and I did it slower. Mm-hmm. Similar result. It was fine. It's hard. Isn't that crazy? Because you're it so is. geared. I got to do movement. I got to do right. something to kind of get this. And then you're like, well. Right. I, and I think that makes you deliver it, the material better. I think that's right. Yeah. Because you know? you're not, yeah, when you're not falling back on like the physical comedy aspect of it, it's strictly words. Yeah. And to make 2,000 people laugh from just words mm-hmm. is like, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but yeah. It's, and now I'm doing like, I'm, I'm like doing these little bits where I'm not even talking and it's almost like you're orchestrating the audience. Like right. I do this bit where I, I'm doing a little interlude on it and I'll jerk my head to the right. Like I'm looking at that side of the audience and I do that a few times. Then I'll look at the other side and yeah. I'm just doing this little play and you build this anticipation, and this tension. Right. right. And it's, I couldn't do that before, but now I'm just, are you sure? Um, not as much. I, it, it is something you, oh, I gotta, I gotta fill the space. Yeah. Yeah. But it, the more tension you can build, it, I guess if you linger longer, mm-hmm. it's a bigger payoff. Sure. So but I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I think a lot of comics want everybody to like them. Yeah. I think that's pretty much the, that, that seems to be the consensus that, mm-hmm. um, and the ones that don't aren't very good. Mm-hmm. I'm being honest. So like the ones, the ones who, who want to be everybody like, I don't them. care what other people think. I never look at what other people think. Well, maybe you should, maybe you're, maybe you're, <laughs> that's wrong. <laughs> maybe your show would be a that's lot better. Bad thinking. Yeah. That's bad thinking. Yeah. I don't, I don't listen to my own stuff and I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it is hard mm-hmm. and the payoff is so huge. So if you can just have that character, like you're saying and laugh at your own jokes the whole time, Hey, God. More power to you. I, that's what I tell people. I don't ask questions. Hey, you sold out your tour. I I, I don't ask questions. I don't sure. know why. I don't yeah. get it. I do like the style of what I do because it's a good, it's a good, it's a good challenge. Can you talk about sex? Can you make a drug that's reference? True. Can you yeah, make yeah, an yeah. alcohol reference? Can you talk about politics? The answer is yes. And yeah, this those lo- are the most recent the most show that, I, that we saw you and Alan. That was, I mm-hmm. mean, you towed the line on a ton of stuff. It was great. Like, I really yeah. liked seeing that. I think, I think it's, I it's think, doable. Yeah. Plus, I think you have a a pull on that type of audience, um, like outside of that, like just mm-hmm. the genre of Christian people, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term. Yeah. I think you have a big pull. So, like, we always joke about how he wears these goofy outfits, and if you've seen him live, you've probably seen it. But I make fun of him, and then two years later, I'm wearing it. So it's like, it's one of those things where I think, did he have, did he have, make, have some pull on this? Cause he wore this and now other people are wearing it cause he wore it. And then do I think it's cool now because of that? So I don't, that happens know. a lot. I, th- I think that's what it is. Really? I think Keegan agrees too. It's just really, yeah, yeah, for sure. Really? Yeah. Huh? Yep. Well, I don't have any examples, but well, like well, <laughs> I was, I thought you mean you're talking about when I wore the, the leader hose and that kind of thing. <laughs> no, which that was, that was fun. That was fun. That's not what I'm talking about. Though. Terry, I haven't seen many people wearing Lederhosen anymore. No, yeah. but you know, I, I, what happens is though, I've always felt, I've always felt what I did was underground in a way. Like mm. I think of secular comics, which have come seen my show. It just, they can't fat. They don't get it. They don't get it. What is going on here? It it's always feels underground to me. And it feels that's, that's the cool part about it. Yeah. I think you're right. Comedy at a first Baptist church and mm-hmm. you know, Anderson, Indiana or whatever. Right. And, 
But, but yeah, I mean, like Bobby Lee has mm-hmm. mentioned me on his shows and sure. stuff and Rain Wilson sends me a, a, a t- tweet here and, you know, at yeah. one time. And so I, I don't know. I, I, I just always saw it as a good challenge well, yeah. within that context. I can't go these certain places with different words, you know? Right. Well, in my opinion, it's more impressive just because how you have to deliver these lines is like w- when it's clean, you have to actually be funny. Yeah. I can't just throw in a cuss word or like pull my pants down and then. Yeah. Well, they say you can make a a clean act dirty, but you can't make a dirty act clean. That's true. So yeah, if you're getting, if you're getting your, your, you're right. And you list some of these guys and well-known guys, and if you took out the the cuss words or whatever, it's, it's not going to fly because that's the, Mm -hmm. that's the, um, how should I say the, um, um, bread and butter, the bread and butter or the shock part of the joke. Yeah. It's not shocking because it's funny. It's just shocking because you used a word. Right. That's the punchline. So, but that's, you know, I don't, I've never dogged those people. Sure. I mean, when you go to the comic clubs, it's about survival. It is. And you got to use all the, uh-huh. all those tools. And I did. I think especially when you came up to that time, that whole time period in the nineties and early two thousands was definitely from yeah. what I hear. It wasn't really there. But What's that now? I wasn't really there, but that's right here. About what about, was that again? But just like it being a dog eat dog world. Yeah. Back in those times. Now it's a lot more like come on my podcast. I'll lift you up in this because it helps me in the long run too. It's not mm-hmm. like we're, we're fighting for spots yeah. like it used to be. Yeah. I think, and, and it's just, and, and really any comic that's out there, it's, if you have a good act, you're going to be busy for the rest of your life. If you have an hour right. of good material and I've seen it, mm-hmm. guys use the same hour for 30 years yep. and you're going to, you're going to find work. And that's really the shot that like we were talking about being shocking or edgy. That was the big, that was the big word was edgy. Yeah. Edgy. And I thought, I always thought edgy was just be funny. Ed, funny is edgy, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. And, and, and people get it. They, they, they get the hard work. They get whatever talent is there. Right. And uh, I'm good with it. But once again, I'm like, like church audiences, they won't laugh. They're not gonna, yeah, they're not gonna heckle as much. No, but that's I, true. Well, that's cause you're, they're not gonna you're laugh dealing either. with a sober audience for the most part. I yeah. think too, that has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Less heckle heckling. Yeah. I but also a, harder to make them laugh. True. Yeah. Well, and I had a guy, usually it's the women that, that do the weird laugh that I'll make fun of during, you know, a witch laugh yeah. or some lady snorting or whatever. But it was a guy for the first time this last weekend. And I, I, I did, I, I forget what joke it was, but he just made this laugh. He just went, to, ah, like that. And everybody just blew up, just laughing. So, cause it was perfect. Yeah. You know, cause it's, that's what you want. Yeah. You know, in the beginning you, I would have been like, shut up so I could do the rest of it. Right, you ruined right. the joke. No, that's the joke now. Yep. You're what his noise is the punchline. Yep. And you just kind of let that linger and you slowly get back into your thing. I think breaking down the fourth wall like that is really another thing too, that makes the night special for those people. And yep. they may think like you're coming up with that off the cuff. Sometimes you are just cause like you don't know yep. if yep. someone's right. necessarily going to make that. Le- someone's going to laugh like that or not. Like you can't just like this person over here making that crazy noise. And, but there's actually not someone there making that crazy laugh. Right. Anyways. So it's not like a bit as I'm trying to say it's, yeah. Well, it's real time writing. And if that, mm-hmm. if that happens all the time where something will happen, like, uh, when I did the, um, the old bit, the, that's the worst, you know, that's mm-hmm. the worst. And then I, the worst. I knocked over the stool and I said, Oh, I dropped my stool. Yeah. And I said, Oh, that's bad. That is the word when you <laughs> drop your stool. That's what's in this act now. Yes. I would yep. just pretend to do that. Yep. Like now we have, there's a fan <clears throat> that we have a little personal fan that just right between the monitors that just blows air up into my, you know, yep just cools me down where were these, I wear these, uh, untuck it shirts mm-hmm. 
And the one night I walked in front of it and the front of my shirt just blew up, <laughs> just blew up like that. And it was just kind of like, woo, and everybody saw it. And I did like this Marilyn Monroe, like I'm pushing it down, like Hilarious. the air's going up my That's dress. That's awesome. So now I do that all the time. So uh, why not? Oh, I mean- Exactly. I mean, that, that's I'll, I'll kind of walk over, and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and just like if at, at a certain time, oh, I haven't done this yet. Maybe I'll try it. Yeah. And, but, I, and I think that's what makes that that's what makes the best set is those kind of moments. I mm-hmm. think a lot. Um, but there's a lot of people that will trash them. Like if that happens and it's funny, they'll have to, like, they won't allow themselves know, to use that I, again. I think I, it's funny. I know Why I didn't, not? I did a gig with, uh, I don't know if you were with the one, the Michael W. Smith thing. Michael W. Smith had this, he has this like um, foundation and they have a thing every year at uh, Rocket Town, you know, it's mm-hmm. the Christian club in Nashville. And, you know, we I had, I had family there. I had, you know, Johnny W was there and it was horrible. It was just, I, it was a horrible <laughs> show. It was just like, and I don't want to get on the, the people that were there, but it just wasn't a, it was a Nashville kind of vibe. What, what do you mean? Like pretentious? It, it just kind of, kind like of, isn't... just kind of industry folk. And it, uh, it wasn't a silly, you know, Tim Hawkins crowd. It wasn't a silly goose time. It, it, but I was, my thinking was, well, I'm going to do, you know, my new, my new stuff. And at the end of that, that show helped me out more than I think any show ever, because I realized that just do the hits. Who cares if yep. it's not all new? Right. And then now I don't do all, um, all old stuff. There's mm-hmm. plenty of new stuff in there. Mm-hmm. But now I'm going to do Chick-fil-A, you know, like with the piano. Right. I, I got, and I'll start the song that everybody sing along or whatever. And people got their lights up. Mm-hmm. It's like a rock concert. And it, we're, it is. It's, and it's taking it to a new place. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's another great thing about it too, is you're bringing back stuff from like when I was two years old, you're bringing stuff back yeah. from like 20 years ago. And to a lot of people, it is new, yeah. but it's old, but then you have like classics in there with it. I think it's, it's a huge, like. Well, it's like a connection. A it's a different, all those kinds that's what I'm into. I'm, I like variety and I like the different kinds of laughs. Yeah. Like there's, there's a couple, uh, you know, there's some jokes in there that are kind of like, like shocking where you play mm-hmm. the, I'm being real tender, but I do a real harsh punchline right. where it brings everybody in and just exposes everybody. Yeah. 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 And they'll have different laughs to them. I love that. Where there's different reactions to it. Like yeah. I do this bit on, you know, jingles. Where I'll say, you know, it's, you know, how your brain forgets the important stuff and remembers all this junk, like jingles. Right, right, right. So I'll do like, okay, guys, everybody, like, like, for example, and I'll do, mm-hmm. see if you can finish these jingles. Like, you know, um, you know, Liberty, 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 and they'll go Liberty, mm-hmm. and then, then 800 588 and they'll say, Empire. Today. Right. And I'll say, oh, you losers, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I'll say, Ephesians 811. Exactly, yeah. And then they'll it, the same laugh. They'll they'll laugh and then we'll go oh, oh. every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so strange. So good. So strange. It's interesting. But I think I think it's getting the acting is getting to a point now where I feel more where I'm like I think this is good and this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, I think I'm not be pretty confident. Oh, I hope you. I hope yeah. you like it, and I do mm-hmm. hope they like it. Sure, but I'm just not living and dying on response, which anymore. is I, I'm sure like a huge relief too. To yeah. know that you're kind of now orchestrating the fun. Like it's not much, it's not a lot of like, let me win you over. It's, it's more of like, yeah, I've done enough of that. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. what most of those shows when you were a kid, you, and you came with us too. Oh, sure. I, I were, was just thinking about it the other day. Like, I think we visited a, sh- a church that you had done the youth, gr- the youth group on Sunday morning or something like that. Yeah. And I walked in and it was like, it was just a weird memory, but yeah, I remember going to all kinds of churches and sitting in there class and you doing a couple songs and then 
That's it. Anything is that? Yeah, just and, and it went from like little five ten minute increments, and you right. slowly build, and that's just it takes. It took ten years. I mean, I right. started in the early '90s, and it was only 2002. I went full time. Yeah, but um, mm-hmm. but it is nice. It's nice to go through that. I go through. Uh, you know, I, I drove back from Nashville recently. And it's like a four hour drive, and I went through every project. I listened to every CD. Oh, did you? Everything. Where'd you find the Just Desserts one? I didn't go, that wasn't on there, but just on Spotify and stuff. And some of that stuff, some of that stuff is, yeah, it's old. You know, I'm not going to do My Arms Are Broken anymore. Right. You know what I'm saying? That was really hot for like two months. Yeah. Uh And then, yeah, there's material that doesn't, it's not really relevant. But a lot of that stuff is like, man, okay, that would still... Mm-hmm. It was encouraging because I can still do that and would love to perform that again. Yeah. It's, it's fun to perform those things. And like you're saying before, it's like a lot of comics are, they, they think once they do a special or something, they burn it. They call Gotta it. Gotta burn it. Yep. They, it's they, like, and, and there's just, I don't know. I mean, like Brian Regan, he still does, he'll do, he'll do encores and do like, like old mm-hmm. bits and things that people request. But there's, there's two things about that. One thing is, is that it's, some of those are fun. To, they're still funny. And they're still fun to perform. Mm-hmm. And other things is other ideas come. Right. Like I've done bits and More then tag another tagline like yeah. will come. And I'm like, well, you think about doing that on a DVD? Well, I've already done that joke. Well, this joke, this new, the joke now is right. three times longer. Right. And I hear a lot of actually, um, these comedians talk about that. We're like, oh crap. Like right after I, mm-hmm. right after I filmed my special, I came up with these great tag, taglines. What a bummer. Well, no one, no um, one cares. I, I know. Well, I saw uh, maybe a couple people, but it's not enough. I don't know that. if I uh, told you this, but years ago when I did, I was in St. Louis. They had this thing called like Best of St. Louis. Like, like they would take some of the newer comics and they would mix them with some of the established comics, and then they have a couple pros show up. Oh, cool! So it's like ten people, and some of them. And one night we're, we're they're kind of in the bar area before before the show, talking comedy with some of the guys. And they looked at the bar, and there's this guy with a ponytail and a cowboy hat on. And like that guy over there, he's a pro. And it was Ron White. Oh, wow. From Blue Collar Comedy. Yeah. And that was in like 92, maybe. That's 1992. Uh-huh. And then it wasn't until probably, I don't know when when Blue Collar Comedy came out, like the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And he was one of the guys. Because yep. see, Craig Hawksley was supposed to be the fourth guy. He was like the big St. Louis guy who helped yeah. me out when I started out. Okay. And he was supposed to be the fourth guy. But last minute, they got rid of him and added Larry the Cable Guy. Huh. <laughs> you know, because he was more Southern, you know? Sure. But yeah, but I, I remember seeing Ron White on that <clears throat> special. I'm like, I know this guy because he looked totally different. Yeah. And then he did one of his bits that he did that night. And it was so cool. Like, yeah. oh my gosh. But he was doing, you know, a lot of that material from 10 years back. Right. And now he's, you know, and then he had a special, like mm-hmm. an hour special. Well, he probably worked, he probably worked, you know, years and years and years to develop that that tight hour mm-hmm. and now the next year they want a brand new something exactly yeah so then they got to bring in writers right and then you'll you'll kind of see each one that he does is dirtier and dirtier right. that's what happens mm-hmm. is they to because it, it it takes so long to develop that. it's not like a crafted built set it's like a manufactured in a way yeah it's kind of they take their their it's almost they're a caricature now yeah. or like where they're yeah, still funny. The formula too. They're still amazingly talented and sure. funny and great storytelling. Yeah. But yeah, that freaks you out a little bit. And when you when you put stuff out there, you think, oh man, yeah, I, I gotta do it too. But think about this too. Back if you if you sold, okay, if you did if you sold ten thousand DVDs, mm-hmm. 
of your project, which yeah. is probably what I did, you know, probably 10, tw- even 20,000. I mean, there's 20,000 people within a mile of where we are right now. Yeah. You know, it, it just, I just don't, I just don't believe unless you're just these hyper popular people, you know, comics. Yeah. I can see, yeah, they would think more burning material, things like that. I just. Right. Exactly. I'm not going to burn it just for the 20,000. Yeah. Yeah. There's 300 million people just in this. Yeah. Country, and even guys so. like, like when we were starting, I'm like, dude, you guys, I don't want to do that. Cause I, have to, I don't want to make a DVD cause I have to burn it. I'm like, dude, you're, nobody knows who you are. Right. I seriously, <laughs> 10, I believe 90% of Christians don't know who I am. Yeah. I guarantee That's it. probably true. I get, it's. Doesn't seem true, but that no, might be Homeschoolers true. probably more like just a long, 75%. Right, Okay, I'm gonna. I already know the answer to this question, but I'm gonna ask it anyway. Do you deal with stress and anxiety throughout your day? Well, I do. Do you find yourself on your phone constantly? Well, stop checking social media and pop open the Abide app to ease your mind. Start your day with Abide Daily Meditation based on biblical scripture. These audio meditations will center you and draw you closer to Christ. For a limited time, our listeners will get 25% off a premium subscription when you visit abide.co slash Tim. Abide meditations start at two minutes long. They're easy to fit in your schedule and feature topics like overcoming anxiety, managing stress, addiction, and recovery, finding forgiveness, and more. Get started now with 25% off a premium subscription when you visit abide.co slash Tim. So welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Dak Shepard. I'm joined by Minister Mouse, Monica Padman. Hi there. We have a really fun show we want you guys to join. Uh, we talk to celebrities and professors and lawyers and doctors and very smart, interesting people. And we find out how messy their lives have been, how many twists and turns it took to get to where they're at, and a general exploration on the messiness of being a human being. And of course, Monica's, you'll get updates about her love building life. project, love life, <laughs> you name it. So if you want to join us, please follow Armchair Expert to get new episodes every Monday and Thursday. Plus, find your other favorite podcasts free on Spotify. You were, no, no, you were a homeschooled. I was a homeschooled. What was your, you've had an interesting educational career. I have, yeah. I, uh, do you want me to elaborate? Yeah. Yeah. Um, would you homeschool your kids? I, I would love to. I would love to. I, I don't, I don't love the school system. Shocker. But- I don't know. I think that we, we've talked about it. It's definitely more convenient to send them to school, but just the stuff I learned at the beginning of my life was, I think, better because of homeschooling. Yeah. I don't know. Because a lot of our it, list, a lot of listeners to this show, they're yeah. either in it or maybe they're contemplate, contemplating doing it, especially yeah. now. Yeah, I know, especially now. What do you, sure. what do you, what just, do you think the positives? I mean, being able to help your kid learn at, their own pace is I think way better than sticking them in a group with 40 kids in a class with a teacher who's way too overwhelmed to care about your child and teach them things that are irrelevant. Yeah. Like I don't need to know quadratic equation or any of this. Yeah. Crud. Plus I don't even with phones. What are we doing? Why are we going to school? I think it's just daycare, but you know, what do I know? I, well, didn't, I didn't get a degree in college. So. I mean, I've 
I, I get most of my info from TikTok now. Yeah. So I feel like that That's guy true. who used to quote Wikipedia all the time. <laughs> I was on Wikipedia now, I was on TikTok. But it's like there's some really there's some good stuff out there. And they talk about how really the school system was built on they called the Prussian system. Back in when there was a country called Prussia, mm-hmm. this guy was basically who came up with the idea for this type of schooling for of the schooling that we see, right. conventional schooling was just like, we need to cut out the thinking and just make these people, put them in a situation where teach them all the same things. Yep. And come on. It man. was created for World War II. It was yeah. created for making people like military people. Yeah. Um, to conform. It was all conformity. Conformity. Yeah. Which kind of sucks because like looking back, I like, I love to learn. Like I never stopped learning. I learned mm. er, ever since I left school, I learned a ton. Yeah. Learn more than I ever learned in school, I think. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those things where like, I, I think apprenticeships should be, should be valued more. Yeah. Um, especially totally. with like teenage boys. Like, I mean, I don't know. It, it just sucks to have to put them in a classroom yeah. at 7am for nine hours. How much trouble are you going to get to when you're out, when you're out doing a trade? Yeah. When you're out doing some, when you're out yeah. working. Yeah, if you're blacksmithing or you're, or or learning how to how to how to hang drywall or how to you know build something or how to fix something, right? Yep. Yeah, you did. You did. You you. I mean, what you three years in college? Yeah, I I think technically two and a half just by credits, uh, associates. But um, I wish I would have probably dropped sooner. I think the main reason I went is because that's what you did. I think everyone at my school had a college picked out and I kind of just followed all of them and followed Keegan. And I don't know, I think there's value in it marginally marginal value. Now I think, especially with like AI and stuff coming out, like people, the the argument now too is, well, I don't think you need to go to college unless you're going to do, you know, be a lawyer, be a doctor. And yeah, I think that, even if you, after you get your degree, you're being thrown into these jobs that you just got and then they're treating you like a baby and starting you from ground zero. So anyway. I think, yeah, I think if you just apprentice from the time you're, you know, 15, yeah, you're going to be way more into your, in, into your, like whatever you're doing. Yeah. And you're gonna be way better. Um, just, mm-hmm. just from the hands-on experience. Well, I had but, that, I had the, my, my thinking was that I'm going to get a degree just so I can get a degree. So, right. so somebody looking at it said, they'll look at me in my resume and say, oh, he finished college. Yeah. Isn't that insane? It, and and that's, that was the thing that was pushed. That probably wasn't your own idea. That was right. teachers or counselors or whatever. Yeah. That's still said. That was still said when I was in high school and stuff. That's going to make you employable. And I've had no problems just letting anyone know. So. Right. And now you've. Any problems. And now you've built, my gosh, you've built your own skill set. Yeah. And you're good with people. Yeah. Love the so people. that's going well. Yeah, it's going really well. I think that it's the, it's definitely the happiest I've ever been. Cause you're working with somebody just, at the beginning. You're yeah. working with somebody at the beginning. You figured out real quick that that wasn't a good fit. Nah. So you're, so you, I think are, I have a problem with like having a boss, which could be like a, yeah, I'll talk to my therapist about it, but no, I'm, gonna, no, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I, uh, but, yeah, I, I don't do real good with having a boss. And I also don't do good with the monotony of my schedule. So if I like, if I'm forced to be anywhere for a certain amount of hours, that doesn't work for me. Like I'd much rather just crank out 
a 12 hour workday if I have to, or be able to, you know, this Friday, I just want to take off and spend it with Keegan and help her with the right. kids. Well, there you go. I was going to say, or, you want you that know, flexibility. That's probably a big, that's yeah. probably, you don't want to say, okay, your next three months right. are, are just kind of mm-hmm. chiseled in stone for you. It's way more valuable to me to be able to just be flexible. on a whim, take off a day or, you know, like taking off three weeks for when we had our baby, like being able to do that is you worked harder when you way more, you took off your three weeks though. That's like, that's you got fair. more done. That's, that, wow. that's another thing I'll talk to my therapist about, but yeah, it's, um, yeah. I, I work I too hard doc. <laughs> yeah. I care too much. Yeah. Is that a problem? Right. I don't like laying on the couch yeah. and binging. Well, yeah. So yeah. So my day off yesterday was involved me waking up super early, getting the boys ready, kind of getting them started on their day and letting Keegan kind of get herself started making breakfast. And then right after that started clearing out my garage. It was just a, it was just a pit of old tools and dust and bugs and spider webs. It was just, it was a disaster. So we took everything out. We cleaned it all out. We like swept the floors and then I painted the floors like with an, with like epoxy seal or whatever. And then brought all my tools back in. But like in between dry times for that, I was up on the roof cutting tree limbs down <laughs> and getting like, that ready. And you're then I freak. had you're freak. the lawn He's like, there. okay, we're all doing the, the, we're helping out with the project in the garage. This dude's, this dude, he's, he goes around and grabs a saw and starts sawing off tree limbs, <laughs> cr- climbing up that and, you know, just cleaning out the, the back areas yeah, and stuff. Yeah. What else were you doing? It was like, there's like two other, two or like three other things. What I would just said, but my gosh, I'm always, when I'm renovating, I'm always renovating. So if I'm renovating one part, I'm always kind of cutting my time between that renovation and renovating another part of the house. Yeah. So since we've been home, I mean, we'll just pace yourself, son. I just, I think this is my pace. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You're not even on the gear. Can you imagine if you got on the gear? (laughs) Maybe I'll realize that none of this matters. (laughs) He'd be a force of nature. (laughs) None of the stuff I'm doing really matters. Good night. But, but you're, yeah, this guy's an eclectic dude. Everybody. He's like, he's like, he makes knives. (laughs) He makes leather goods. Yeah. He's got, and he's extremely, his music tastes are, that's another thing. It's like, you guys listen to some very eclectic stuff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It, it, it is nice. Like in the family being able to be uh, like, if I'm in a rut with music where I'm just listening to the same stuff over yeah. and over again to be like, Hey, Levi, what have you been listening to? Yeah. I knew, I, I knew I'd succeed as a parent when I think I saw on Spencer's playlist, there's a bunch of Frank Sinatra stuff. I'm yeah. Like, I think, yep. okay. We Al Jarreau. We went. Frank yep. Sinatra. Yep. Um, Elton John. Yep. Elton John might be more. If it's good, it's good. You know, I just got done with the spring tour. And I don't ask for a whole lot. I really don't ask for anything. I don't have, I don't ask for anything from, from like the venue. Oh, okay. But they have each like musicians performance. They all have what's called a tour writer. What they, you know, these are just demands that they have on the road. And I, I looked up some like crazy ones. I wanted to, Oh yeah. To look I over. Heard Cat Williams has one of the craziest ones. Oh, what's his? I don't know. But I just hear it's crazy. <laughs> Let's see. Let me look it up. Cat. I'm a great podcaster. Huh? I'm a great podcaster. Yeah. It's like I heard of this, but I can't elaborate. Let's see. Tickets charged with okay, charged with assaulting Uber driver. No, that's not <laughs> <laughs> that shouldn't be the writer. I get to abuse one Uber driver per show. Bomb scare causes Cat Williams to cancel Nashville show. All right. I think maybe oh move gosh. on from Cat Williams. <laughs> maybe yeah. don't I do think Cat he, Williams. I think he might be in jail right now. 
Recently, maybe? Really? Yeah, don't quote me on that. Jamie, can you look that up? Mm-hmm. That's Jamie. my Joe Rogan right. impersonation. Let's see, like, here's some, uh, let's see, Prince, who is no longer with us. Yeah. Uh, he's known to ask for a doctor with a vitamin B12 shot to be on call at all times. Should I do that? I feel like maybe just carry around the vitamin B12 shot yourself. Maybe. I don't think you need to pay a doctor to do it. He's He doesn't, his clothing, I don't think he has pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the problem? That's the only thing holding him back? I don't have pockets. Yeah. You're going to have to. It's a, he also <laughs> wouldn't go near a plate of food that wasn't covered with cling film. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. Red Hot Chili Peppers, always requested fresh underwear. Well, then um, aren't they just pulling that? If you request, like, I heard someone ask for a new pair of Jordans every show. Don't they just pull that money from what they would be giving you? Yes. Your rider? Yes. Yeah, so don't go too crazy, right? Yeah, but. That seems silly. A big one was tube socks, like the Foo tube Fighters. Socks? Yeah, a lot of rock bands. Maybe they just, they just knew, like, we got to we gotta do something in our rider. Some people don't even use Well, that's it. the thing. that the, 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 the legend, and I think this was true, was Van Halen said you had to separate all the M&Ms, the, yeah, green, the M&Ms. green M&Ms. And the reason for that was, is they had a show where sometimes you go to these shows and the the promoter, they won't read through all the stuff. Yeah. And like, so things can that. fall through the cracks and it could really mess things up. Yeah. So he put that, they put that little stipulation in to make sure they were reading it. Oh, and so hilarious. If they weren't okay. separated, they would know that they didn't read it. That's funny. Let's see. Uh, like Eminem, uh, he was going through Ireland, insisted the organizers build a wooden pond for his koi carp. Nah. That's big. Why, why would you do? Wait. So he flew on he a traveled plane with koi with a carp. I can see like a dog maybe, but fish. Does he does he have the fish on a leash? Does he walk the fish? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we need Libby here to do a, a, a rap about it. Yeah, yeah. You get one opportunity to travel with a koi carp. If you had one opportunity was that not for this opportunity, this opportunity, but then that opportunity, you had like six opportunities, but the first opportunity didn't turn out to be the opportunity that you thought it was. That you thought that opportunity would be? <laughs> and you think that maybe the third opportunity was the one the opportunity right. I should have done. Oh my gosh. I text her every, like every time I listen to the podcast, I text her because she just like, I'll be working out most of the time when I'm listening to yeah. it. And one of the times I was doing planks and she was doing one of the rap. Oh, and she was doing the Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonation. Yeah. With the cream cheese, cream cheese, uh, with the cream cheese. <laughs> and I, I fell on my face because I was laughing so hard. I was trying to hold myself up for the plank, and I fell on my face. I go, Look, I had to text you. I well, fell on my face because you're stupid. And it slowly person. just just descends into this weird just madness. It's it's the best thing ever. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I love it. Oh yeah. I'm gonna do a greatest hits with just Libby. Just Libby's bits. Yes. Uh, Yes. Let's see. Uh, Molly Crew. They requested everything they could think of, including a submachine gun, a detailed schedule of local AA meetings, and a 12 foot boa constrictor. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, they were like, what were they like? They're in their teens, weren't they? Who's that? Some of them are like 19 years old. Yeah. Right? In yeah. Motley Crew. Yeah. That's pretty funny though. Yeah. I could see that. Like me and my friends just throwing. Just don't just stuff. So yeah. Sometimes they'll do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, they better do it or else I'm not performing. Yeah. I need my. Well, that's just the go. And a lot of that stuff is. Or Python is kind of, with me. Well, and I, I make fun of these. I and mean, you make fun of these people like, you know, Mariah Carey. But one of those artists, it's like they always, you'd have to have a new toilet seat. They wouldn't sit. They would bring their own toilet seat or it had to be a brand new one. Right. 
Uh, and another one, there was a. That's uh, why I always stand on the bowl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is about there me. Was, there, uh, one of them, you had to have rose petals in the toilet. Yeah, rose petals in it's the so toilet. Dumb. Yeah, clog up the. I mean, plumbing. Just rose petals. Stupid. Uh, let's see. Here's a couple more. Mick Jagger, uh, Sir Mick Jagger. Uh, he oh. likes a shepherd's pie, a bottle of HP, and a snooker table. What's snooker? It's like pool. Oh, okay. It's like pool. Um, huh. Britney Spears likes potato salad. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now it's just a list of what Good famous night. people like. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Madonna. Let's see. Yeah. Madonna's the one you had to have brand new toilet seats. Uh, Respected though. Yeah. Sir Paul McCartney. He wants 19 leafy six foot plants and four leafy four foot plants. <laughs> And chop them up and roll them up, and he can smoke those plants. Perfect. Yeah. Um, let's see, what's this ACDC? They just want cheese and crackers. Yeah. Cheese and crackers. Cheese and crackers, man. What's my cheese, man? And then Barbara Streisand. Oh, Barbara Streisand was the one with rose petals in the toilet. That sounds all right. I don't know. I'm just not there. You I'm, could be, though. But no, I, they're, they'd make fun of, like, Mariah Carey. She needed, like, fresh flowers you know, and drapes and stuff, but I get it. It's like when you're on the road sure. for three months at a time. Yeah. I don't think people realize, home. I don't think people realize how much being on the road sucks. Yeah. And every night you're getting lasagna, it sucks. It's you're getting the same food. Right, right, right. And like, oh, this, you're not going to do lasagna. Yeah. When you get it every night, it's, it's hard to do. Yeah. Pretty so. brutal. If you could add one crazy thing to your rider right now, what would you? Um, I would just say, I'd probably say some left-handed golf clubs. That is, that's a legit I, I think that's one. doable. Yeah. Cause that, that would, that would work. I would say, I would say left-handed golf clubs and just a tee time. That's pretty cool. Because I don't want to mess with that. So, and I don't know, you know, I don't know where to go. I don't right, know. Right, right. Or maybe some disc golf that would discs, be nice. like a, like, yeah. like a, 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 like eight get disc golf discs mm-hmm. and a place to play. That's so you that, don't, that, is that takes a lot idea. of time to figure out. Like with yeah, golf sure. courses, you don't know what's the good one around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, what's busy. You don't know. Any of that stuff. Plus, you have to nice. call ahead of time, so you'd have to find out the information mm-hmm. for. You do three or four shows in a weekend in four different cities. Yeah. So yeah, that I think that's a good one. So that's a good one. What about like maybe a funny one or like? Um, oh, a funny one. Yeah, just like maybe. Yeah, like a, a cardboard cutout of like Danny DeVito, Danny like DeVito anything like that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just in a butler's just some, outfit. Yeah, yeah, something something strange. That's yeah, I like that. Like a, a professor, like was it Professor Snape or something like that, or anything, any yeah. like like different pictures of Alan Rickman. Yeah, yeah, just different photos from different movies, like Die Hard, yeah. Harry Potter, uh-huh. all that stuff. Or like Nicolas Cage would be another good one. I feel like yes, no, yeah, you you would have yeah, just something like I want. Um, I want an uh, like some kind of a recording device, or I guess, just playing Nicolas Cage screams, <laughs> just whenever I want to. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you seen the have you seen the videos? So they do on YouTube. They'll have like a compilation of his driving scenes. So it'll cut out everything other than the camera that's focused on him. Right. So it's just him going, oh, 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 and then he crashes, oh, and it's it's really good because it just blocks out everything else. Other Let, than let's see him driving. Here's a uh, let's play a little bit of Nicolas Cage freakout mm. montage. Please do. Let's see. There's one point four million. Ladies. These are my favorite. I like these. I like um when uh Owen Wilson does the wow when they do 
all of his movies in a row. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. JC, he was a carpenter. <laughs> Here we go. Nicholas Cage losing his mind. Give us a good spot to cut out most okay. of it. We're going to cut out a lot of that. <laughs> About Folks, 50%. The is going to be cut out. But we're gonna, that was like halfway through. That was like five minutes. It was only two and a half minutes like, oh, in. These are pretty good. <laughs> it keeps going. Oh, man, I'm sweating. Jeez. <clears throat> that makes me think of like, I love those, the compilations, like I said. But have you seen like, um, what's his name? Oh, Aikido Master, the guy that, uh, Seagull. Steven Seagal Steven running. Seagal running. Oh my yeah. gosh, it's great. Folks, that if you're having great. a bad day and you just, <laughs> things aren't going your way and you're just at the end of your rope, just look up Steven Seagal running Steven Seagal. montage and your day will, I guarantee. Will not disappoint. Will not disappoint. It's a good one. Good night. Well, good, dude. Well, um, I think we're about, we're about there. Cool. We did it. Nice show. We did it. Good hang, bro. Yeah. It's always good. Spencer's one of our uh, top, I'd say you and Layman, top two uh, fans of the show that we know. Yeah. That we know. And uh, yeah, exactly. Thanks for doing it, buddy. Yeah, for sure. I think we're good. Where's this? And go listen to some Coulter Wall. Started talking, made it plain, folks around. Was an Arizona Ranger, wouldn't be too long in town. He came here to take an outlaw back to life.